Today is Thursday, August 25th, 2022. FBI whistleblowers claim the Bureau engaged in election interference, ordered not to investigate Hunter Biden's laptop. Joe Biden takes a break from his vacation to stutter and snap and cough at reporters over student loans and have a meltdown over the raid he ordered on Donald Trump in Mar-a-Lago. Biggest political scandal of our lifetimes. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. FBI whistleblowers telling Senator Ron Johnson that the agency intentionally delayed its investigation of the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop. In a letter to the DOJ, Johnson says, quote, these whistleblowers stated that local FBI leadership told employees you will not look at that Hunter Biden laptop. Johnson believes the FBI only started reviewing the infamous laptop after Joe Biden won the 2020 election. Let's start off today with the bombshell whistleblower allegations from inside the Bureau of Corruption, the FBI, the leaders ordered staff not to investigate Hunter Biden's laptop and told them the FBI was not going to change the outcome of the election again. Let's put emphasis on that. Again, the FBI views their actions that fully exonerated Hillary Clinton in the lead-up to the 2016 election as destroying Hillary Clinton's chances of becoming president. Of course, Hillary Clinton and James Comey are best friends. They both get Chardonnay drunk and go wandering and wobbling through the woods and walk on the beaches together. They love each other. James Comey, many sleepless nights. He can't live with himself because he robbed Hill Dog of her chance to Epstein the entire nation. Ladies and gentlemen, the FBI feels extreme guilt because they exonerated Hillary Clinton. They should have prosecuted Hillary Clinton. James Comey said in his statements about Hillary Clinton's laptop that she's guilty as sin, that her behavior belongs in the seventh circle of federal hell. Ladies and gentlemen, James Comey himself said that Hillary Clinton behaved illegally and criminally and recklessly and with total abandon and that she deserves to be prosecuted, but they weren't going to do it. They weren't going to do it because, yo, Hill Dogs are homie. Now the FBI, according to whistleblowers, did the reverse or essentially the same thing, but in reverse with Hunter Biden. They decided to not even look into the crimes ahead of the elections. This, according to a whistleblower, the FBI deliberately dragged its feet on Hunter Biden's investigation and told agents not to look into the Hunter Biden laptop, according to whistleblowers' claims who spoke out with Senator Ron Johnson. Ron Johnson, Republican of Wisconsin, sent a letter to the DOJ. Inspector General Horowitz said Tuesday, bringing forth new whistleblower claims. Recently, my office has heard from individuals with knowledge of the FBI's apparent corruption, Johnson said. After the FBI obtained Hunter Biden's laptop in the Wilmington, Delaware computer shop, these whistleblowers stated that the local FBI leadership told employees, you will not look at Hunter Biden's laptop. And that the FBI is not going to change the outcome of the election again. Johnson is demanding that the investigators look into the FBI's handling of Hunter Biden's laptop. Of course, we have covered this on this show time and time again. Hunter Biden's laptop show multiple levels of criminality. We can begin by stating that Hunter Biden's laptop shows crimes that he would be put in jail for by his father. So Joe Biden is the one who passed mandatory minimums that locked up hundreds of thousands of young black men for crack cocaine usage. The crack cocaine usage that Hunter Biden has on his laptop is egregious. He has filmed himself using so much more crack. These young black men were locked up for life for a scintilla of the amount of crack cocaine that Hunter Biden used. Now, because Hunter Biden's a crackhead and a drug addict, and he used to, he he paid for prostitutes to travel across state lines, which is also a federal crime. Hunter Biden uh, has also been seen on this laptop with firearms. Now, as somebody who is very gleefully filling my gun safe here in Florida with legally owned firearms and doing my background checks and due diligence, sending my information and fingerprints off to the federal government, I can tell you every single time I buy a new gun, which is like me walking into a fat kid in a candy store, baby, with my local firearms, uh, my local firearms dealer, Mad Dog Armory, shout out in Tampa, great people. Every time I walk in there, I got to talk to the FBI. That's right. I got to send in a little form to the FBI. They got to check me out. And on that form, it says, are you a drug user? Are you addicted to substances? 
So that means that Hunter Biden lied on his federal NICS forms. He lied to the federal government. The form that you send in to the FBI, Hunter Biden is sitting here with these guns and he's illegally purchased them. Lock them up. Joe Biden's sitting there bitching and moaning day and night about gun crime and gun criminals in America. Yet here's his son, who's not just a gun criminal, but he's videotaping himself being a gun criminal. Those are just the surface level crimes. The big crimes that the FBI did not want to investigate here with Hunter Biden's laptop is the crimes that implicate their preferred candidate. Here's where we get to the similarities between Hillary Clinton. Because they investigated Hillary Clinton, they viewed that as they are losing the election for Hillary Clinton. So just the opening of an investigation is enough to destroy a Democrat. And they didn't want to do that with Hunter Biden. Even though the evidence was demonstrable, insurmountable and empirical. It was filmed. It was available. They called it Russian disinformation. But the real problem with Hunter Biden's laptop is that it shows the criminality of Joe Biden, their preferred candidate, just like Hillary Clinton. Their preferred candidate was engaging in criminal behavior, using his office to enrich his family, making sure that there was a quid pro quo, that there were deals being done in Hunter Biden's name that tied directly back to Joe Biden with some of the most evil regimes in the world. We know that Hunter Biden's business partners include, but are not limited to, Russian oligarchs, Putin cronies, communists from China who work for the Chinese communist parties, arms dealers, some of the biggest arms dealers in the world, the usurping of the Iran deal that his father was so proud of. In one particular scheme, Hunter Biden was working with a Chinese arms dealer that worked for a Chinese oil company to try and get around the Iran sanctions and in order to purchase Russian oil. Just in case you're wondering if you got Yahtzee, just in case your bingo card had all of the things that Joe Biden doesn't like on it, doesn't like unless his kid is getting bags over it. Ladies and gentlemen, the real problem here was that it implicated Joe Biden. It has always implicated Joe Biden. Hunter Biden's laptop is real. It's always been real. And now we are starting to see the chickens come home to roost. The FBI is saying, oh, don't investigate that. Why don't you investigate Orange Man in Florida? Figure out what he uses in his tanning bed. I hope you understand that the longer your office stands on the sidelines and delays the investigation of FBI's actions, the harder it will be for you to uncover the truth and hold individuals accountable for wrongdoing. Horowitz told Johnson in February 2021 that the Office of Inspector General would not investigate the FBI's handling of the laptop as to not interfere with the Department of Justice investigation into Hunter Biden's tax affairs. This is a standard thing that they use. It's an ongoing investigation, sources and methods. This is like a, ca- a classic trope that is used inside of federal law enforcement in order to cover their asses. This is the report last night on this exact issue from Newsmax. Take it away. And more news. Republican Senator Ron Johnson penned a new letter to the the Justice Department. The Wisconsin senator says he spoke with FBI whistleblowers and that they claim the FBI did not begin examining Hunter Biden's laptop until after the 2020 election. In his letter, Johnson claims the whistleblowers were told by FBI leadership, quote, you will not look at the Hunter Biden laptop. And then the FBI is, quote, not going to change the outcome of the election again. Johnson is now calling on the DOJ Inspector General to investigate the FBI and these allegations. Not going to change the results of the election again. So this is election interference by the FBI. Let's call it what it is. It's election interference because the FBI is not an electoral body. The FBI is a law enforcement body. It's not their job to determine what their actions have as a consequence to an election. It's their job to enforce the law. They're not the FBC. These are, this, is not an elector, this is not a body that oversees elections. This is not the election commission. This is, this is not the electoral college. There are institutions inside of our country that oversee elections. The FBI is not one of them. Let's say you're walking down the street and you see Paul Pelosi wobbling and wandering out of a bar and he offers to give you a ride home. Would you get in his car? Let's say Hunter Biden offered to take your laptop to the repair shop. Would you let him? Of course not, because you're a smart person. So why would you let Hunter Biden's father and Paul Pelosi's wife, 
Nancy and Joe run your bank account. Of course you wouldn't. Why are you trusting these people to manage your money? They are doing a horrific job of it. And you can see the signs of that all around the country. Inflation is going insane. Inflation is real. The real CPI is at another 40-year high. The recession is real. They're lying to you. There is a recession. And if your money is tied up in the U.S. dollar, then you are messing with fire. You are getting inside of that passenger seat with Paul Pelosi at the wheel slurring his words. It's critical for you to take a hard look right now at your family's value, income, and savings and say, wait a second, it's time to diversify. Gold and silver is what I suggest through my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free information kit on how to diversify your savings with precious metals. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and countless five-star reviews. I myself have used Birch Gold and I now have some of my savings diversified into actual, literal, physical gold that I can hold in my hand and it is a wonderful feeling, ladies and gentlemen. Text Benny to 989898 to get a Birch Gold Info Kit today and start learning about real value. The FBI is a law enforcement agency. And so the FBI is sitting there saying, you know what we're going to do? We're going to allow criminality because the criminals are our politicians. (laughs) It's too easy. We tell you all the time on the show that politicians are criminals and here the FBI is confirming it. The FBI is confirming that if they looked into Hunter Biden's laptop, they would have to indict Hunter Biden, the son, the only living son of the Democrat nominee for president, and that they would have to indict Joe Biden. That's what they're getting at here. This is, this is, it's an argument that, that tells too much, right? It's an argument that gives away too much. They're saying that Joe Biden's guilty of sin. That's what this is. So this whistleblower for the FBI, which is, by the way, standing in line to a ton of other whistleblowers at the FBI, Jim Jordan, telling us that he has 14 whistleblowers that have come forward from the FBI and that this is going to be the nuclear winter that they have been fearing for a very, very long time. Not just because the natural gas ain't flowing and there's nothing to heat up, but because it's going to collapse the regime. It's going to collapse the system. Because the only reason that there's any faith left in the FBI is that they investigate crimes. And so when they prove that they are a political agency that doesn't investigate crimes, but instead covers up crimes for the criminal politicians, they become the Gestapo. You just become the Gestapo. So it's American Gestapo. This is what the FBI is doing right now. It has been proven true. Ron Johnson's a total American hero and patriot. And boy, ladies and gentlemen, we are licking our chops for November. Let's go in. The American public is on your side. The American public is on the side of you, Ron Johnson, Jim Jordan, Chuck Grassley. You, the people who want to investigate the FBI, you are part of the majority. Let's state it again. You're part of the majority. You, Christian, moral, logical Americans that just want a decent society to live in. You are part of the, you are the majority in this country. That is what polling says. A plurality of independents do not trust the FBI or DOJ. So this is from the Federalist. This was such a devastating poll, particularly because it is a poll of independence. It is a poll of the middle of the country. Now, you are fully aware of what I think. I'm a conservative. I am a Republican. I am a person who is of the right. Okay? I'd like to call myself a member of the new right. I'd like to call myself a member of the based right. We like sharing memes. We like Giga Chad memes. Uh, we are big fans of Thug Life, and we want to save this country through memes and through awesomeness. It's pretty obvious, ladies and gentlemen, where I come from. This is the center of the country. This is your typical Target wine mom, Lululemon wearing pants, minivan driving straight to the uh, Joanna Gaines section at Target poll. That's what's devastating here. 48% of independent respondents said the Department of Justice and the FBI are too political and corrupt and are not to be trusted. Whoa, this from the Trafalgar groups, this from the Trafalgar group and the Convention of the States. Republicans were most disgusted and disturbed by federal law enforcement agencies with more than 68% identifying the FBI and DOJ as corrupt compared to nearly 25% who said that they are to be respected. Hmm. So you have Republicans at nearly 70% distrusting the FBI. You have independents with a plurality distrusting the FBI. 
Uh, where are Democrats? 73% of Democrats, on the other hand, report trust in the FBI. <laughs> these are the defund the police people, by the way, just in case you're wondering. These are the, these are the people who go and march down the streets, burn everything down. The, what is it? What kind of a neck? You got to have like a Gumby neck if you're a lib. What kind of a neck you got? What kind of a like, what kind of life do you live if you're a lib? You're like a goldfish in a tank. You're like the dog out of up. And a squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Just anything that they tell you. You're just going to do it. You just every, you know, everything. Here, this, uh, yeah, there you go. This is white. My, my iron flask is white. Not nad. It's white. And you're like, oh, yes, it's white. But then you're going to say, oh, white supremacy is wrong. Black iron flasks matter. Oh, yes, that's right. Let's go burn down the neighborhood. What kind of a life do you lead as a lib? How hard is it for you to pay attention every day to the whiplashing of new messages that are being shoved into your face? Remember when the FBI, the Department of Justice, what well, all of these things were corrupted under Trump? Well, you couldn't even trust, you couldn't trust anything the federal government was doing because of Trump. All Police needed to be defunded. You remember the kente cloth wearing Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer kneeling inside of Congress? Kneeling! (laughs) On their knees, Nancy Pelosi couldn't get up. We don't play that clip enough. We don't play it enough. Nancy Pelosi could not get up. Could not get up. Pull the clip. I want to play it sometime in this show. We'll play you the clip where Pelosi can't get up from her knees. And she's sitting there like, she's sitting there like shaking with a kente cloth. You wonder why Paul Pelosi is blackout slurring, driving around at, at, at 3 a.m. in the morning, man. Gotta wake up next to that battle axe and her broomstick. Yo, I like totally get it, man. If I had to wake up next to, Paul, to, next to Nancy Pelosi every morning, Paul, I understand. Doesn't excuse what you did. You're still a criminal and you're a felon and you should go to jail. But, you know, I gotta tell you, I get it. Ladies and gentlemen, now Democrats love law enforcement. What, isn't, that, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? They love law enforcement now. 73% of Democrats love the FBI. They just cling to law enforcement. They kiss them. They love them. Oh, man. The poll was conducted. 1,000 respondents. It was conducted uh, right after the raid of Mar-a-Lago. So that's what's important here. This is, these polls are conducted right after Mar-a-Lago. The FBI has lost the trust of half the country, says Mark Meckler, the president of Convention of the States. This is historically one of the most trusted law enforcement branches in America. The fact that just about half the country believes that they are not to be trusted is a radical thing. You're seeing it. You're seeing it, ladies and gentlemen. You're able to watch the collapse in real time. Joe Biden finally back from his vacation. Finally back at the White House. And we're going to get to Joe Biden in just a second because Joe Biden was diseased. He walked out. He wobbled out. He had open sores on his face. He was heaving. He was coughing. He was hacking. He was like absolutely degraded. You'd think after four weeks of vacation. By the way, they hid. They hid Joe Biden. They hid Joe Biden. Excellent. Awesome. Fantastic. Rolls Royce is telling me that we have the Nancy Pelosi clip. (laughs) But I want to finish my thought here. Because this is endemic of the diseased class of uh, political reprobates that run this country. Again, the FBI openly admitting in our first story that they're just protecting criminals by protecting the political class. Joe Biden, you'd think after four weeks of vacation, Joe Biden's been on vacation for four weeks, two weeks on a private island in South Carolina, Kinnishaw Island or whatever it's called. Another week in the basement in Delaware. Another week in behind his wall in Rehoboth in Delaware. You know he has two beach houses in Delaware? How nice is that? For a guy who believes in global warming, you'd think he'd have some mountain houses somewhere, right? Ain't the water going to rise? Who knows? Joe Biden, though, buying beach property with Bill Gates, Leo DiCaprio, Barack Obama, and John Kerry, and so on. They're all beach buddies. They're beach friends. They are not rested, however. Joe Biden returned to give a talk about student loan forgiveness, which we will get to in just a moment. But what's most important is that this is the first time that Joe Biden was able to be asked questions. It's almost like they planned it all, right? Like they planned on Joe Biden to be out of the reporter's questions, the zone where where reporters might ask him something. It's almost like they planned him to be gone for four straight weeks while they dealt with the bombshell of the FBI phishing raid. And this was a phishing raid. 
This was the FBI, as we have outlined many times in this show, violating Donald Trump's Fourth Amendment rights in order to break in, smash and grab. You get one shot at this. Take everything you can to try and implicate Donald Trump in January 6th. That's what it's all about. It's what it's always ever been about. And in order to take away the declassified documents that Donald Trump had declassified on Russiagate that implicate Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, and the like. Something that won't surprise you at all is that I am addicted to my cell phone. Why? Well, because I run a digital news company and at The Benny Show, we have 10 employees and they need to be online and their service needs to work and we need to make a profit to keep in business. So I have got to be balancing my budget as well. So how do you stay online and balance a budget, especially in these tight economic times? Use Pure Talk. We use Pure Talk at The Benny Show. It is the official sponsor of The Benny Show, and their service is incredible. It is the most reliable 5G network in America, and for just 30 bucks, you can get talk, text, and data on America's best network. And with the code Benny, you get 50% off your first month. Most families save around 75 bucks by switching over to Pure Talk. That's like a tank of gas. And who couldn't use an extra tank of gas in Joe Biden's America? So go over to puretalkusa.com and use the code Benny to get 50% off your new cell service today. And if you need one more reason to do it, you provide American jobs by doing this. Pure Talk is run by a United States military veteran, is their CEO man. They want America to win and you will win if you switch to Pure Talk today. Use the code Benny to get 50% off. That's what the smash and grab was about at Mar-a-Lago. Don't get it twisted. Don't believe the fake news. Don't think that Donald Trump had his nuclear codes. He was going to launch a nuke from Mar-a-Lago. Was it Cash Patel earlier this week said that? Donald Trump sitting there <laughs> like, they, like they don't change the codes and Donald Trump still has the box. What did he steal the nuclear football? Guys, this raid was political. It came from the White House. We covered that yesterday. The orders came from within Joe Biden's White House. This is Watergate 2.0, but so much worse, radioactive. And now Joe Biden is starting to feel the heat. He was asked yesterday by Peter Ducey about this raid and what he knew. This is the critical question. Here's how it went. Mr. President, how much advance notice did you have of the FBI's plan to search Mar-a-Lago? I didn't have any advance notice. None. Zero. Not one single bit. Thank you. So here we go. President Biden insisted Wednesday he had zero advance warning of the FBI's August 8th raid. Get ready. That's the impeachment statement. There it is. That's the impeachment statement right there. I didn't have any notice, said Biden to Peter Ducey. None. Zero. Not one bit. And then we It went like that, right? went like that. Interesting. Interesting that, because we actually have the memos saying that Joe Biden personally is pushing Merrick Garland to indict Donald Trump. We have that from the New York Times. We have the memos from John Solomon saying that the National Archivist is working in coordination with the White House in order to destroy Donald Trump's claims of executive privilege. The president is not granting that. It's the first time in, I think, American history. We have... The insight from inside of the Biden White House that is Jim Jordan's subpoenas. You know, Jim Jordan's a really smart dude. Jim Jordan, fellow Midwesterner, totally, total, total homie, been on the show a couple times. Jim Jordan, uh, we're very close with Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan, uh, when he subpoenas Ron Klain, the White House chief of staff over this, so he sent a preservation request to Ron Klain, that ain't by accident. Hear me. He's not doing that by accident. I can't say more. They know. Republicans in Congress know. This is not something that Joe Biden is absolved of. Some inside of our chattering circles here in the conservative taco sphere are of the opinion that this is actually an impeachment trap for Joe Biden. And this is how they get him. That Democrats set up Joe Biden. They know that Joe Biden knows. They know that this is the impeachment trap. And this is how they get him out of office. This is how they get Hillary 2024. It's kind of wild, but that's what people are saying. Smarter people than me, okay? I got a very room temperature IQ over here, okay? I'm just a dude. Got a microphone speaking speaking your language, okay? I'm going to tell you what I know. Tell you what, man, Laura Trump knows too. Laura Trump was on Fox News last night saying this about Joe Biden's claim that he knows nothing. 
Do you believe Joe Biden when he says he had no prior knowledge of the raid? Uh, Katie, I don't think anyone believes Joe Biden, just like we didn't believe when he said he had no uh, conversations with Hunter about the foreign business deals, which we know was a lie. Just like the zero percent inflation, they're trying to happening in America right now. We know it's a lie. Um, it, it's it's ridiculous to assume that the current president did not know about an FBI raid from his own Department of Justice on the last president and a person that he may be running against in the upcoming 2024 election. What an outrageous statement from Joe Biden. I don't think anyone believes that. And if you do believe that, then who is in charge at the White House? Who is making these calls? It is very concerning on all fronts and completely insane. Who is in charge? Who? Well, it ain't Joe Biden, man. Joe Biden got trotted out yesterday to cancel a bunch of student loan debt for a bunch of blue-haired communists that got gender studies degrees from Brown University. We're going to talk about that. We'll get that to that in just a moment, okay? Because I got some opinions on that. We got a super panel coming up of some incredible young people to talk about their opinions on Joe Biden canceling student loan debt. However, I got to set this up. And I got to start with not exactly what Joe Biden did yesterday, which was completely illegal and illegal by the words of Nancy Pelosi herself. I mean, this is crazy stuff. So talk about a civil war inside the Democrat Party. This is what's happening right now. But the civil war should be fought by people that are at least sentient, that are at least like there. Joe Biden should be able to try and make the case. Joe Biden yesterday was diseased. He was sickened. I mean, Joe Biden's had COVID like 40 times or something. So when Joe Biden's wandering around and coughing and hacking, you got problems. First off, Joe Biden started his speech yesterday. This is his first speech in a month. In a month. His Gestapo raids his political opponent and you don't see anything from the president by design. By design. Joe Biden takes his mask off and starts coughing and hacking. Listen to this. Hey, folks. Well, good afternoon. My fellow Americans, I was at the Xi Jinping, and the only word that they say about America is uh, it's a true international pressure. Come on, man. This is what Joe Biden said yesterday. You think I'm lying? Listen to this clip. Clip C. Take it away. So my message to all servants, all public servants, all those who are the ones that are volunteering, is out with student debt to go. Here's what you want, if, you, if you're worried about how to do it, go to pslf.gov. You ever done a Joe Biden impression? This is super easy. I'm not that great at a Joe Biden impression. I need to work on it. I'm working on it for you. I love you. I will work on my Joe Biden impression. But all you got to do is like make your eyes really small and then have your mouth open like this. There you go. It's it's so simple. That's Joe Biden every single time he tries to speak English. But if you zoom in on that shot, you'll see even worse. So our friend Midnight Rider, uh, Carly Bonet, zoomed in on the shot, and she had this to say about how Joe Biden looks. And by the way, take a quick look over at the side of his nose. You'll see an open, diseased sore, along with, of course, Joe Biden's bloodshot eyes, yellow skin, and orange teeth. Check it out. Many of them are community colleges. He's bloodshot. He's not well. They got him hopped up on something. This is not a well person. He's actually reading this nonsense. Who writes this nonsense? I love Carly. I love Carly. She's been on the show once or twice. We're going to bring her back on. She's amazing. What is going on with Joe Biden? He's a sick man. You'd think after four weeks, hey, what if, what if you got four weeks off? What if you got four weeks off and you were able to just chill inside of a multi-million dollar mansion on the beach? Would you be rested? What if you got to just sit and fall asleep watching The Price is Right with a Werther's original rolling around in the back of your mouth in your Depends? Would you be comfortable if you got to take seven naps a day with a warm blanket and lukewarm applesauce heated just to the right amount with a little bit of cinnamon on top in your lap, and you got to watch the birds. 
you'd be probably pretty rested. That's what Joe Biden just did for four straight weeks. He was locked in a basement. He was locked behind a wall. He was locked inside of a giant mansion on the beach. Yo, do you have vacations like that? Joe Biden sure does, but he's not rested. He looks terrible. He looks disgusting, and what he did yesterday was disgusting. So let's talk about student loan transference. Let's talk about what actually is happening here. Joe Biden is not forgiving student loans. There's no such thing as forgiving a loan. There's transferring the cost of the loan. I got a mortgage, okay? So I got a mortgage. Most Americans have a mortgage. That's my big loan that I got. Uh, If the bank were to forgive my mortgage, that means that somebody pays it. The bank pays it. Somebody pays it. They got, a, they got a program from the government where they could forgive my mortgage. They would never dare, right? They never dare do that because these mortgage lender companies don't pay enough to the Democrat Party. And the education system and the teachers unions, those are the backbone upon which the Democrat Party survives. And so they got to get bailouts. They got to get bailouts. So there's no such thing as student loan. There's no such thing as forgiving student loans. There's just transferring student loans from blue-haired communists to you. Working class people who come from where I come from. Where'd your, where'd your boy Benny graduate? Kirkwood Community College, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Trade school. That's where I went to school. Then I transferred to the University of Iowa in-state tuition. So I didn't have to take out student loans. I worked my ass off. I served sushi in downtown Iowa City. That's, where, that's what I did. Served sushi until my feet bled to collect tips from boomer ladies who would sometimes shove the 20s down my shirt. Yes, that's right. Too many sake bombs. Too much information, but there it is. That's how I paid for my college. In-state tuition, big state school, like two grand, two grand a semester is what I, well, that was the cost for me to go to school. Okay? So these kids are racking up $200,000, going to these schools. They leave with a degree that is unusable, that is worthless. And then they expect us to pay for it. People like you and me. We work every day. We work very hard. We work with our hands. We've shown you the studio. We build it with our own two hands. So that's what they do. We pay. We didn't take out the loans, but we're paying for them because that transference of debt goes somewhere. Someone pays for it. So it's totally, completely, and egregiously evil. The people who should be paying for it are the colleges. Tax the endowments. Go after the endowments. It's the colleges who are actually the scammers here. Because the colleges are the ones, and my dear friend Charlie Kirk has a great book out on this right now called The College Scam. The colleges are the ones who are making bank. They're the ones who are selling you fagazi, fagazi, a fake degree that doesn't mean anything. You need to means test these degrees. You got to do means testing. And you got to see if these kids who are taking out these loans are able to make any money after, after college. And then if they can't, then you should cancel those loans and make the colleges pay the full amount. That's how it should, that's how it should go. And then you should go after these endowments. Harvard has like a billion dollar endowment. You got some of the biggest hedge funds in the world are the ones who manage the endowments of these colleges. So that's, that, this is what needs to happen in these, it's a racket. It should be illegal. Any type of, any society that has any common sense should say, this is a Ponzi scheme. It's as bad as what Bernie Madoff did on, on Wall Street. It should be made illegal. The people who are gaming the system should be punished. And what Joe Biden did was he punished the rest of us. Now, here's ultimately what Democrats are doing. Democrats don't give a damn about student loans. Democrats don't care. What Democrats are actually doing here is a payout to their supporters. Young people typically vote lib, uh, vote lib, although I know a ton of based young people, and four of them will be joining me in just a moment. They'll be joining us on this program to talk about their student loans. We have one active military, we have one active student who'll be joining us, and we have the producer of the show who'll be coming on to talk about student loans. What they're doing with these student loans is a payout to their supporters. So by the numbers, young people tend to be leftists because young people are stupid. They've never paid taxes before. They never owned anything. And they're about, you know, they, they find out real fast the world that's being created for them in the liberal world order. They eat the bugs and they won't nothing and they'll be happy. But what happens here is that there is a payout that is being made to the teachers and then to the students who support the left. That's how it works. This is a payout. Republicans should get on board with this. This is actually just classic politics. It's not the way it's supposed to be, but it's the way that it is. Republicans should get on board. Pay out your base of supporters. Now, I don't mean like this. 
Media Matters is going to clip this new, like, well, you know, Benny wants to pay out. Republicans are just hand cash to their supporters. No. What I mean by that is pass policies that actually incentivize and reward your supporters. That's what you should do. Republicans, take note. This is what smart governance and politicking looks like. Why do I like Ron DeSantis? Because he does this. Ron DeSantis does this. He incentivizes and makes life easier to live for moral, decent parents in Florida. We are the, ch- we are the powerful here. We, he gives us more power. He incentivizes his base of supporters. Ron DeSantis does not placate, bend over, and lick the boots of the tyrannical gender studies major with blue hair, unemployed, making my latte, like a lot of Republican simps do. These Republican simps stand for the corporate, these these Lidge Cheney and Adam Kinzinger types. Don't do it. Just give the nice things that you can give when you pass a law to your supporters. More child tax credits. More credits for entrepreneurs. More tax relief for the regular American. Uh, More credits for gun owners. Make buying a gun something that you can deduct on your taxes because you're practicing your rights. Incentivize the things. I like, you know, make hunting licenses free. Incentivize people who go out and hunt. People who own a truck. Make sure that that's a giant tax credit. Like these are simple things. If you fly a flag outside of your home, make that a deduction. Okay? If you have 10 kids, make that a deduction. There are ways that you can incentivize the moral and good behavior of your base and make us happy. It's super easy. If you make a super dank meme and it gets a thousand likes, there's a deduction. I don't know, man. I haven't really thought it through. But you can do what Democrats do and Republicans should take note. There should be a reward for voting for your people. Your people should take care of you. It's not dirty politics. That's literally the reason we vote for you is to make sure our lives are easier and the federal government is less oppressive to us. That's exactly what libs are doing right now. Don't think for a damn second they care about young people or student loans or their debt. If they cared about young people, they wouldn't lock y'all down and destroyed your economy and destroyed your future and made houses unaffordable and then reduced the economy to tethers, destroyed the dollar, collapsed the crypto market. They wouldn't have done all those things. They wouldn't have gotten rid of your crypto. They wouldn't have regulated your crypto and destroyed your life savings. They don't care about you if you're a young person. They just care about power. They care about the drooling morons who took out too much student loans and who they want to make a lifelong liberal voter. That's the same reason they want amnesty as well. It's the same game. They don't give a damn about illegal immigrants. Paul Pelosi just slammed his car into an illegal immigrant, put him in the hospital, drunk driving. Did Paul Pelosi apologize to the illegal immigrant population? No. So this is it. That's my rant on student loans. Joe Biden had this answer on student loans. Clip E, go. Mr. President, is this unfair to people who paid their student loans or chose not to take out loans? Is it fair to people who, in fact, uh, do not own multi-billion dollar businesses and see why these guys get them all a tax breaks? Is that fair? What do you think? What about people who paid their loans, though, struggled to pay their loans, and now others don't have to? What about a dude like me who paid my way through school? What about me? What about a guy who's trying to pay off his uh, mortgage? Does my, can my mortgage identify as a student loan? Is that, can my mortgage be a trans, a trans mortgage and identify as a student loan? Can I get 10,000 bucks off my mortgage? That'd be, that'd be sweet, dude. Maybe Republicans should think about that. The, the White House had no messaging on this. Joe Biden was like, I don't know, man. What about a billionaire? That's what he said. You heard him. Hey, is this unfair for people who paid off their loans? Joe Biden goes, what about a billionaire? And, th- and, that, and then he wandered away, wobbled away, leaving a trail of dandruff behind him. What about Corinne Jean-Pierre? She's young and snappy. Did she have a good answer? Ah, uh, no. Take it away. But when you forgive debt, you're not just disappearing debt. So but, who is paying for but, this? 
And then I'll give you the second part. We lifted the pause, right? We're going to lift the pause uh, at the end of this year, which is going to matter, right? Which is going to offset uh, a lot of what, what we're doing as well. Uh, when you think about the, the $4 billion that are going, that's going to go back uh, into, as, as revenue back into uh, this process of folks uh, paying, paying, right, their college tuition, that matters as well. So we are doing this in a smart way. We're doing this in a way that's going to be effective. Uh, We're doing in this a way that keeps to the president's promise on giving people who need some breathing room, who needs the breathing room. I just, I just laid out, I just laid out for you. No, Peter, I just laid out for you how we're seeing this process and why this matters. Again, I just laid out, I just, I just laid out because of the work that we have done in the economy, because of the American Rescue Plan, uh, because of uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, and because all of this work that this president has done is actually has brought down our deficit by $1.7 trillion, unlike what Republicans did when they added to our deficit $2 trillion and did not care at all or thought about how this was going to be paid for, they did not actually put in a process or thought, think about how we're going to do this in a smart way. This is not how this administration is doing it. Again, we are happy to continue to have this conversation, but I'm going to move around. So Karine Jean-Pierre doesn't know. Joe Biden doesn't know. Maybe the education secretary knows. The education secretary, his his name is Miguel Cardona. This dude uh, found a loophole they're using 9-11 to forgive student loans. Did you know this? They're using 9-11, something called the HEROES Act, to forgive student loans. So the HEROES Act was passed way early, like 20 years ago, in order to give the education secretary the uh, ability to pause student loan payments during times of war. So what they're saying now is that COVID is a time of war. So COVID is the same as 9-11. And if you're in New York, make sure you internalize that. So COVID is the same as 9-11. And it's a war, and we're at war with COVID, even though they opened up the borders, dropped Title 42, and said the pandemic is ordered, declared the pandemic over. So now, now they're using COVID as a pretext to forgive student loans and saying that this little, little addendum that was passed after 9-11 is the way to do it. Here's what the education secretary had to say about it. How much does this cost? You know, the projections are still uh, coming out depending on how many people uh, take advantage of it. But let me remind folks. What's the in range, about three Mr. Months, Secretary? What's the, what's the range of possibilities? Well, like I said, um, those projections are still coming out based on how many people take advantage of it. But what we're finding is when the loan payments restart, $4 billion a month is going to go back into it because people are going to start paying. Anyone making over $125,000 will resume payment into their loans. And it does offset whatever uh, funds are being placed to help those who are most severely in need um, to get on their feet again. Well, okay, it won't offset the total cost of this over over time. I mean, how will this be paid for? Look, the president has been very clear about uh, reducing the deficit. And there are projections, not just from our department, but Moody's, for example, are saying that whatever funds go to this loan forgiveness will be offset by the increase in uh, what we're seeing in loan payment restart for those making under over 125000 So concerns about inflation should really be tampered because it, it does offset. Okay. So does that, I mean, in case you're wondering if you're led by idiots and criminals, Joe Biden, Corinne Jean-Pierre, and the Education Secretary have no uh, flipping clue what they're talking about. They're saying that this, that forgiving billions of dollars of student loans is going to decrease inflation. Got it. Really cool. What does Nancy Pelosi have to say about this? Is she sentient? Is she like still there? Let's go check in on the broomstick. People think that the president of the United States, is this more on the subject than you ever want to know? Will you let me know? People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That, would, that has to be an act of Congress. 
Okay, so Nancy Pelosi is saying that this is illegal. Members of Congress are not rioting in the streets right now. Very interesting. Members of Congress haven't taken any action to forgive student loan debt. Joe Biden, the tyrant that he is, uh, is, is just like using his dementia to his advantage. Someone who wishes they had dementia and could forget this exchange back in the day is Elizabeth Warren. We had to go into the archives and pull up. Angry father confronts Elizabeth Warren about his payment of his daughter's student loan debt. Man, this is the epic takedown of the century. Go. I just want to ask one question. My daughter's getting out of school. I've saved all my money. She doesn't have any student loans. Am I going to get my money back? Of course not. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. No, it's not even like that's screwed. Of course we did. My buddy had fun, bought a car, went on vacations. I saved my money. He made more than I did. But I worked a double shift, worked extra. My daughter's work sheet is 10. So you're laughing. Yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. We did the right thing, and we get screwed. I appreciate that. We did the right thing and we get screwed. That's what that father said to Elizabeth Warren. If you couldn't hear in that clip, what he started off saying is we paid off our student loans. And Elizabeth Warren goes, nice. And he goes, so are you going to give me a refund? Am I going to get a rebate on that? When you forgive student loans, do I get the 60 grand back? And Warren goes, of course not. (laughs) Elizabeth Warren went to Harvard, baby. This nation is led by idiots. This is idiocracy. We're living, in a, we're living in the timeline right now, and it is a flat circle, and it is so scary. In case you needed to know further that we are living inside of idiocracy, student loan website crashes following Biden's loan forgiveness decision. Student loan browsers reported frustrating error message on Wednesday as they tried to log into the federal student loan website and get Biden's promised loan forgiveness of up to $20,000 per student. Not long after a one-time loan forgiveness was announced, tech outage tracker down detector began racking up thousands of reports that the student loan website was experiencing an outage. Of course, those users, 79% of them, had been trouble logging in, while 18% reported that it was the website overall. The student loan website collapsed, much like the Obamacare website. Remember those days? Are you old enough to remember when Obamacare, healthcare.gov, like didn't work for like six straight months and they, were, they had just canceled everyone's healthcare and then people were trying to log in and get healthcare for their kids? This is the biggest scandal of Obama's. Uh, I think this side, this side of Russiagate and spying on Trump, the biggest scandal, we don't talk about it enough. How inept, how incompetent, how stupid our federal government is. A lot of people are interested in our website. As a result, some pages take longer to display than usual. Thank you for your patience, the message read on the student loan forgiveness website. So you have all these Xanaxed up, Lululemon uh, uh, wearing uh, yoga instructors who have $280,000 worth of student loan repayment for their intersectional uh, queer gender studies degrees at Brown University, and they're logging in frantically, okay, uh, as they fumble around in their purse for their bottles of pills and, ch- and, ch- and chug their frappuccino to try and get onto the website, and it just collapses. Biden free money. Debt transference. The destruction of capital, the destruction of the value of money, the destruction of our own currency. It's what's happening. And they're doing it by design. It is by design, ladies and gentlemen. This is happening for a reason. It's happening because of total and complete incompetence. I do want to take a moment on this show to talk about our partner here on this show and something that we deeply believe in in my family, Birch Gold. You see the logo on the screen. The reason why we believe in it is that you have to diversify these days. You see the idiots in charge? Please, I beg of you, consider diversifying with Birch Gold. If you use my code, you will get a discount. Very, very important right now that we look at alternative options to the federal government for funding uh, and savings and investing. So I have purchased precious metals with my family. Uh, we ha- got the gold delivered to our house. It came in bars. It was freaking awesome. You have the physical gold, you have physical silver, and that's sitting in the safety deposit box. 
just sitting there ticking up, 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 up. It's just a hedge, baby. It's a hedge. So if your crypto collapsed, if you had a very rough time in the stock market, my recommendation, gold, baby. That's my recommendation. We want to thank Birch Gold for being such a strong partner of ours on this show. Go to birchgold.com backslash Benny for a free information kit, how to diversify and protect your savings with precious metals. Go gold today, baby. Three people who are gold in my book, three people who work on this show day and night who are dear, dear patriots and friends of this audience. You may have never seen them because some of them work day and night to make this show happen. All of them have their own experience with student loans. All of them have their own experience attempting to traverse this very dangerous environment that Joe Biden is creating as young men. And they're going to join us right now to do a super panel on student loans. I want to first bring in ALX, the executive producer of this show. You can follow him at ALX, the Lord. He is, come on, kind of a legend. Uh, ALX lives in Massachusetts and is the reason that this show is so crisp and bright and beautiful every single day, along with Danny Dayurbina who is joining us, I think, from like a club at night in downtown (laughs) Miami. Uh, Very special. And Rico Smith, who is an active duty military, uh, uh, also a Patriot commissioned officer. All of them work on our team here at Team Benny. All of them are total based Patriots. All of them have recently or are currently in school. Danny's in school right now. Rico and ALX just graduated. And I wanted to start off by saying, hey, young men, you're both, you're all working your asses off. What's it, what's it make you feel like when you see Joe Biden go up and be like, hey, all the money is now free to to all you. The money's free. ALX, take it away. Yeah. So it's kind of a slap in the face. Uh, Someone who graduated just a couple of years ago, um, instead of going out partying uh, and living on campus and everything, I chose to work from home, commute to school, save money. And I used to work at a butcher shop, actually, 35, 40 hours a week paying for school. So I wouldn't have to take out all of these loans. So now when you look at this and you see uh, just handouts and buying votes, and to be quite honest, I I don't even think Joe Biden knew about this until we all did. I think it was President Ron Klain's call. Uh, I think it's a slap in the face, frankly. Yeah. Danny, you're in school right now. Uh, and so you're going to a high price school, uh, and you got to be looking around at your classmates and being like, Hey, this is a racket. Yeah. So I was watching that press conference yesterday and I was, I was mad watching that, uh, because I realized just how deep the cartel is between the administrative state and the college cartel, all these big universities. Um, I mean, big government isn't benevolent. It's really bogus. It's kind of this conniving snake. So we need to ask the question, which is why, I mean, why are they doing this? Um, and I think it's kind of a two-parter, but I would say um, they know that they – so this is just basic economics, right? Um, the seller wants to sell it at the highest price, and now if you all of a sudden like artificially increase um, people's income, they're willing to spend more, jack up the prices. You, we've seen this historically. I mean, college campuses have increased their tuition far past the rate of inflation. Um, and so now they know that they're going to get more kids – into colleges to fill them with these toxic ideas. Um, and so Democrats are sort of playing this long-term role as to like what our country's going to look like. And they want our kids to just be in these sort of um, campuses where it's just a barren wasteland of woke wokeism. Um, so I guess, I mean, do we really need more underwater, ba- underwater basket weaving majors? Uh, no. And the people who are underwater and the people who were underwater in their student loans, I think who like ended up doing the honorable thing and trying to pay them off and be living debt-free, guys like Rico. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we're very proud of the team that we're building here at The Benny Show. It's because of you, you're watching, and you liking, subscribing, that we can have a staff that's so excellent. Every person on screen right now works in some capacity at this amazing company that we're building. Rico is pretty new to the team. He is someone who really inspired me with a lunchtime story about how he needed to pay off his student loans and he can and, and he went and joined the military rico can you tell us that story yeah well first and foremost i want to say mean tweets and cheap gas <laughs> <laughs> yo what you got what you got danny i just got a white shirt yeah just pretty, pretty oh boring man over here. all right <laughs> in America, though. 
Well, okay, all right. As you know, I was raised in a lower middle class family, right? Not public school is not the best part of town. I worked my butt off to get the good grades and hope to one day go to college. And uh, ultimately, at the age of 19, I made the decision to join the world's greatest Air Force. And in doing that, I signed my name on a dotted line to fight for the world's greatest country. I had to put skin in the game to get school paid for, right? And even doing that, right, working full time, going to school part time, um, we made it happen. And I think what we see right now is the Democrats, it's another political ploy. It's pitiful. It's disgusting, actually, that they're trying to garner votes and support any way they can um, because they know it's going to be a bloodbath in the midterms. Um, and they've been kicking the can down the road long enough. So what we're going to, and what you've seen from the Democrats is open borders with millions of illegal immigrants fleeing into our country, the grooming of our young kids, unfortunately, and the indoctrination of our high schools and colleges. And so ultimately, this is all, you know, just another tally mark on the list. And it's going to continue to increase um, inflation, increase our national debt. And honestly, it's a disservice to the millions of hardworking Americans, like many of our viewers here. Um, it's because they should not have to bear the burden of some woke college student who decided to go to school, get a garbage degree. And now they'd say, oh, OK, I can't pay back my student loans now. It's, it's wrong. Do you feel like this is just a this is just a bailout for leftist voters? Yeah, 100 percent, 100 percent. And I agree with your point of once we take back the House and the Senate in November, um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but we have to follow the lead of the Democrats. We have to be able to incentivize our base to give back because this is what the Democrats have been doing for years. I mean, it's actually smart politics. ALX, you're one of the keenest observers of politics I know. Your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I saw a tweet yesterday. I forgot who it was from. They said it's an absolute alpha move from Joe Biden. And once again, I don't think that Biden deserves the credit for it because he didn't come up with it. But they're doing exactly what they want to do to get the voters to the polls. And it is smart politics. But obviously, it's going to be terrible for the economy. But yeah, to Rico and your point, uh, the GOP needs to do a better job at incentivizing voters to actually get out there and go to the polls. Um, for like what you said, you threw out some good ideas um, and like having a family, all of that type of stuff, like child tax credits and all of that. Having yeah, having a big family, we should incentivize people to have big families stay together. But yeah, this this is this is insane. Danny, you're 20 years old. You're currently in school in a major university. You look around. I mean, do you see like these degrees that these kids are getting? You think they're going to like ever use these? No, that's that's a simple answer is absolutely not. I mean, they're, they're spending thousands of dollars getting into debt and they leave with absolutely zero skills. I think this ploy by Biden is really just that like dopamine hit to get the next generation of Americans yes. hooked on big government, hooked on government dependency and hooked on toxic ideas on college campuses. Dude, how, to how toxic are these kids these days? I mean, listen, guys, this is the based panel here, all right? They all work at the Benny Show. They all are absolutely spectacular patriots. Uh, they're not toxic at all. But, yo, man, I see what's going on on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok, but, jeez, man, I'm glad I'm not in school right now. Yeah, just to give you some perspective, my university just canceled our own mascot because um, we're the Colonial, <laughs> so you can imagine where that goes. Um, so, yeah, we, we kind of fought back. We put up posters on campus saying uh, – like we put up missing person posters for our mascot uh, taken hostage by wokeism. So if you see him, let us know. Rico, it's got to, it's got to like, you went in and signed the, like, okay, there's not a single person in the world. I know there's people who would say that there's a lot of inner party trash talking between the armed forces. There's not a single American watching right now. That's like the armed forces are easy and that signing up and going through basic training and then not only just being in the armed forces, but being a commissioned officer in the armed forces and like serving your country, that that's, that that's an easy road. You know, you're doing that and you're paying for your school by doing that. That's what, that's your sacrifice, right? Is what perhaps one of the biggest sacrifices you could possibly make. You could be called to war today, right? Yeah. Today, now, yeah. you know, and I, and you'd be doing your job at the Betty show up from the back of a C-130, right? Over <laughs> Tajikistan. But you know, yeah, you are one percent, right? And once you join yeah. the world's military, you know, uh, uh, the U.S. military, you're part of that one percent. And a commissioned officer, now you're even one percent of the one percent. Um, and so I've had to make you know major sacrifices, family time, uh, with opportunities, you know, uh, in my personal life. And so I knew what I wanted to put forward. I knew where I wanted to be. And like I said, this is just another political ploy. It's wrong because it gives another free handout to people who 
don't have skin in the game, right? Um, you can't just join the, the military and think, oh, okay, it's all roses and sunshine. You know, it's years of training, you know, uh, school, sacrifices, you know, deployments, you know, for many of my close friends. Um, it's, it's wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. What's your message to Biden on the student loan forgiveness? Wow. Reevaluate yourself, Mr. President. Just reevaluate it. Um, mm -hmm. I think that we could really make a better impact here. Um, and then what we have going on uh, in Ukraine with the billions of dollars that we've given them, a lot of that money could have been used here on our home, you know, on our home soil to be able yeah. to actually maybe go towards this uh, student program, right? Um, and rework that entire misconstrued infrastructure, climate, whatever, whatever bill, mansion bill. It's like, you know, how many times are you going to rename it, right? <laughs> Just to continue to distract voters and throw them off from the real uh, cause at hand. Yeah. ALX, uh, I want to dis dispel uh, a, a myth that young people are lazy. ALX is the hardest freaking worker I've ever met in my life. I met him at a butcher, like didn't meet him, but he was working at a butcher shop when I like found ALX just yep. tweeting. So ALX was like tweeting breaking news from a butcher shop. You've clearly worked your ass off in order to pay off your student loans. In you bloodied yourself literally at a butcher shop. Uh, your there he is, the there butcher. Is. There's ALX, the butcher. Legendary. <laughs> Legendary. What's your final thought, ALX, on young kids who don't, who don't want to work, who don't want to roll up their sleeves and do the hard work? What's your advice to them? So I honestly think that it's setting a bad life example for young kids because the purpose mm. of school and the purpose of working through school and paying it off is to teach you responsibility. So when you go out there and get a real job, they're not going to baby you. You're going to be worked and... If you're not prepared for it, you're probably going to lose your job. And just like your student loans, you won't be able to pay your, your car payments, your house, your insurance, anything. So it's kind of like setting a bad example. So honestly, Biden's to blame. If he wants to take credit for this, Biden's to blame for uh, millions of young kids thinking they can just take out all these student loans, not pay it back, and then they're not going to be ready for life. So quite frankly, yeah, if he wants to take the blame, then it's on him. Danny, I'll let you have the last word. Alex just said ready for life. Do you think that the university system is making you ready for life? Like, do you know what a mortgage is? Do you know how to pay your taxes? Like, do you know how to fix a tire on a car? They don't teach you that on college campuses. I mean, th mm -hmm. what they fill your mind with is absolute garbage. They don't teach you responsibility. They don't teach you, like, sort of self, um, just how to be a self-starter. So, I, I mean, college isn't preparing you, and, and this ploy by Biden won't do the same. One thing I will say is, we shouldn't be asking Biden for forgiveness. He should be begging us for forgiveness for how much he's pillaged our country, tanked our Yo, economy, ruined our standing. That's a line. Ruin our standing with other countries. And so he's got a debt to pay, but I think we can make him pay up in 2022 and 2024. Oh, man. We're going to call him Danny Hot Takes. We're calling him Danny Hot Takes. <laughs> we got the brand new. We got Danny Hot Takes. Hey, everyone, where can, uh, where can people follow you? You must follow along with Team Benny. We promote our team on this show. We want you to see, we want this to be a family, okay? The person you can't see here is Rolls Royce, who's running the show right now, who's over here, also a 20-year-old who is just killing it. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to promote the team, and we want you to see what you're helping build here. We want you to see like the ecosystem that you're helping build by watching, by liking, subscribing. You're helping these base patriots like go out and change culture. Where can people follow you, ALX? So I'm ALX on True Social and then ALX the Lord on Getter, Instagram. Danny? Uh, Danny Darbina. Danny, and then the last name is D-E-U-R-B-I-N-A on Twitter mainly and then also on Instagram now. My man. Rico? Instagram, real Ron Rico Smith. R-O-N-R-I-C-O. Oh. All right, baby. And if you see that C-130 flying overhead, give it a wave. Rico's up in it. Be like, what up, based Rico? <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Benny. Super panel, super panel on student loan debt. Ladies and gentlemen, what we have, what we have here is a, what we have here is a situation where there is a huge leadership gap inside of our nation. This leadership gap is something that is betraying what actually means to be an American, that we would have faith in our federal law enforcement like we covered in our first story. That is collapsing. Faith in our president, man, Joe Biden is collapsing. They're giving handouts. They're collapsing our dollar. They're collapsing our currency. They're collapsing our crypto markets and stock markets. And everything that we have is getting eroded 
by a group of people who are not thinking about the dudes that were just on screen. These homies, they want to live at the very least as good of a life as their grandparents lived. And they're not getting that promise. They ain't getting it because our society's upside down. They're hardworking dudes. We're hardworking on this show. We only hire, support, promote patriots. We want this to be a place where young people can break out of that. And I want to say thank you because by watching, you help us do that. By watching, you're able to help us break out of that. I want to thank our partners. I want to thank the people that support this show. But most importantly, you are assisting in providing jobs for these young men and providing us the ability to reach more young men, women, all across the country with this programming. And so we just want to say, thanks, dude. Thanks. Because this is how we do it. Yeah, I mean, you can't just sit there and complain about it in the bar, sipping your Bud Light, watching the NFL, chicken wing stains on your fingers. You can't just do that. That ain't how you change the country. That's late. That's barstool conservatism. That ain't like the conservatism. That ain't Paul Revere conservatism, man. Getting out, getting on your horse, getting that lantern and saying the British are coming, baby. That's what we do on this show. We're supporting true patriots. We're giving them a chance at this career and we're building something really special. And we just want to say thank you for doing that. You liking and watching and subscribing every single day, that gets us there. And so we say thank you. It's you plus our partners. You make it happen. And so I thank you. We're going to be bringing more behind the scenes for the Benny show. We're to, we want like to bring on our people more often. We have 11 employees. We have 11 employees now. We're so excited. We're job creators. We're entrepreneurs. We have 11 employees. We're gun owners. <laughs> and it's amazing. So ladies and gentlemen, the reason we do it is because we have our priorities right. God, family, country. The reason we do it is because we were born free men and women. And we're going to stay that way, damn it, because we are going to fight back. Thank you so much for watching. God bless all of you. And we'll see you tomorrow.